0: That's DRIZLY.com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter. With Zach Peter, that's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your twenties. If you're not doing so already, go and get me a follow at just plain Zach all over the internet. On TikTok, I do crazy videos. On Instagram, I post mildly filtered selfies. Um, it's a good time. So come and slide into my DMs because I am still currently single. Um, speaking of being single, I invited one of my single friends on the show Well, actually, I don't know if he's still single But he's been on the show before Last time he was he was single We'll see if he still is single Please welcome back, Mr. Brett Kenyon
1: Hi guys Yes, I'm single I was ghosted during quarantine You
0: were ghosted during quarantine? What does that even mean?
1: I was like, not in an official relationship But like, it was inching toward it and the douchebag just ghosted me.
0: How do you just ghost somebody in quarantine? Are you sure he didn't die?
1: Well, it's like he like zombied me because he just like, he would respond to my text. But he's never, ever reached out to me. So I'm like, dude, it's like give and take in any kind of relationship. So fuck you.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm upset about it. But at the same time, I'm over it.
0: You're over it, but you're also stuck in this, like, quarantine craziness that we're all kind of in. How are you surviving?
1: Um, I am hanging in there. Um, the first three days of quarantine, I spent with that guy, actually. And then I was like, you know, this is too new, so I went back to my place. Um, I'm living by myself, which is nice, because my roommate's been staying with his boyfriend. Mm. And... Sheena's been nice enough because she's in Palm Springs. I have the keys to her apartment so I can, like, kind of hop between my apartment and her apartment when I'm getting, like, depressed at one place and have, like, a change of scenery. So it hasn't been the worst.
0: You have options. It could
1: be, it could be a lot worse.
0: Yeah. I know. I'm really tired of my apartment. I love my apartment, but I'm also getting really tired of it because it's just me.
1: You live downtown, right?
0: I live downtown. Um yeah. It is... An interesting vibe down here.
1: Yeah, I haven't, God, I have been downtown since like January, I don't think.
0: I know. Everything, like, it's so crazy to see downtown as empty as it is. Because nobody's going out, nobody's going bar hopping.
1: Right. It's kind of sad. I know. But you're doing okay besides. You know, I'm going
0: crazy. I'm doing okay. You know, I'm actually doing better than okay. I was, it was rough the first few weeks and now I've kind of like settled in and found my groove and I'm yeah. like, you know, trying to be as social as I can, but also like not answering every FaceTime call that I get. Cause I feel like some people just like want to FaceTime all the time. I'm like, I don't have the energy to talk to you right now. It's nine 30. I'm drunk. Like I don't have the time for that.
1: Also, when did it become acceptable to just now FaceTime people whenever? Like 24 was- seven. I'll be like on the toilet and I'm like, sorry, I can't take your FaceTime. And someone's like, why? Why can't you take my FaceTime? I'm like, oh my God, we didn't FaceTime this much before. Like, I get why we are now. But like at least texting before and be like, is it a good time to FaceTime?
0: Yeah. Boundaries. Right? Right. Um, right. No, I know. The, I, there's so many FaceTimes and I'm a big FaceTimer. I love to FaceTime in general. But like lately I've been like, oh, I don't want to FaceTime this much. But I have been yeah. going on FaceTime dates. I am dating at the moment. Really? Which is a fun vibe.
1: Oh, my God. I don't want to hear about that.
0: I have so many, like, options at the moment that I feel like I'm on The Bachelor. And I'm, like, trying to figure out who I'm going to eliminate each week. And if any newbie- newbies are going to join the ranks And it's been a very interesting vibe. The crazy part is, and I was talking to one of my friends about it, is, like, you were in this weird kind of quarantine place where you can kind of date people and, like, get to know them and like them. And some people I know are dating and having sex. I'm not dating and having sex. I'm really just dating and texting and FaceTiming. But, like, it's like this... honeymoon phase of like you know it's great because we have each other's undivided attention but i'm like what happens to all of these relationships once we get back into real life and we realize oh homeboy's a dick
1: i know and then people are like extra lonely right now so they're more like prone to talk to you and stuff like that all the fuck boys need
0: somebody to love right now all the fuck boys need attention right now
1: oh my god i know
0: and you don't know yeah. he's a fuckboy until we get back out into the real world and realize, oh, he is texting eight other bitches.
1: Exactly. And I have this thing where I just go for fuckboys. I just I don't know why. Maybe I am a fuckboy and I'm attracting fuckboys. I'm not really sure.
0: I've been on that same train of thought. I'm like, am I the problem? Am I the one that like is causing this cycle because I'm attracting what I am?
1: Right, I've been doing a lot of soul searching, like during this whole thing, and I'm like, "Why am I the way I am?" Because we have all this time by ourselves. It's like yeah. you, know?
0: you have to do all the self work. You have to do all the meditations. You have to like ask yourself who you are. Like we have to like spend time. Like we're on like a full. We're like in a meditation den, twenty four seven.
1: No, hundred percent. And now I'm finally at the point of quarantine where I'm like okay with it and actually bettering myself. Whereas the first couple weeks I was just a depressed mess, like crying and feeling all these roller coasters of emotion. I know.
0: It's a a very interesting vibe. Um, So I wanted to have you on the show because you came on the show back in January and we had talked right when like Vanderpump had just premiered. And so I wanted to kind of touch up with you and uh, talk about the season and where it's at currently. Cause I feel like a lot of my thoughts about the cast members and the show have changed. And I actually going to yeah. think you're going to like the way my, my thoughts have changed since the beginning. <laughs> um, and then I also knowing that you work at TomTom, like wanted to also like, look, I'll be the first to admit I throw shade. I'm the first one to throw shade, but I'm also the first one to give credit where credit is due. And one thing that I've seen that I don't think has been highlighted enough is the Tom's approach to supporting their staff at TomTom. Tom. So, can you totally. explain to people that aren't familiar with what the Toms are doing how they're supporting all of you guys in the service industry um, that really are struggling right now?
1: Yeah, so both Tom and Tom um, decided to hop on to Cameo, and people can buy a Cameo from them. I think they were priced at $150. Um, and all of that money went to the TomTom Tom staff and they decided to match up to $10,000 of their own money. So all together, they ended up raising like just over $50,000, Wow, which is amazing. And they did that literally, I think within two weeks. Um, so it's been like incredible that they were able to raise that money so quickly. And the fact that they even did it when they totally didn't have to, um, because the first couple of weeks, like before our unemployment, stuff kind of kicked in and everything. Um, A lot of us us had no income for a little bit. So um, they dispersed the money evenly among our full staff. We all got a check um, from them and it was just like so beautiful. I made a video to thank them. Like I was just so emotional that they did that for us because it shows that, you know, they really care. And it was just, yeah, so friendly of them to do that. So nice.
0: No, it is. And I feel like... I feel like the they don't get taken seriously enough because they're on Vanderpump and like we want them to be the drunk 22-year-olds that they were when they started the show and like we don't want to see them. You even look at the edit that they get on the show sometimes and it's like they look they're made out to look more of like these frat boys that are like pretending to run a business when it's like no, this is a real business and it matters to them and their staff matters to them and like this is a real thing.
1: Right, exactly. I mean, they care about the business. They care about us. They come in like they know our names. They know who we are. You know what I mean? It's not just yeah. like for the show. Like they truly do care. And like that's such a beautiful thing.
0: So the is TomTom Tom open at all right now? Are you guys doing like drink deliveries or food deliveries? Or you're just completely closed?
1: No, because um, I mean as far as I know, Lisa's restaurants aren't on like GrubHub or um, any of those like
0: order-in kind yeah. of
1: services. I don't think. So... Um, because we're not really a takeout establishment, I don't think, and because this all happened so quickly, it was, like, literally, like, we woke up one day, and they're like, the restaurants are shutting down. So, yeah, I don't Yeah, it happened think
0: overnight.
1: That. Right. So, we didn't even have, as far as I know, like, a system in place for that, but I can't speak, um, upon the establishment, but we are closed right now, so.
0: Oh, I miss Tom. Tom, I need another matcha martini. What is that Ooh, drink with the matcha me. in it?
1: drinks are so good i haven't had like a good craft cocktail in so I know. Long. i've had
0: to mix all of my own drinks which i like to That's- do but sometimes i'm just like oh my god i want somebody else to make me a fucking drink <laughs>
1: yeah i thought you were making something look good but i've just been mostly sticking to my white claws and being lazy.
0: yeah i've had i've had those moments where i just like buy a case of white claw and i'm like all right this is how we're gonna do it because i can't i can't do anymore
1: I don't want to make any
0: more cocktails. I'm cooking all day and cleaning all day. I feel like a damn housewife in the 20s. (laughs) And I'm not even getting sex.
1: It's sad. I just miss going out to, like, a bar and socializing. Like, even after quarantine is up or whatever, it's still going to be really difficult with restaurants because I think it's going to be at, like, a half capacity. There's going to be, like, all these restrictions. So that's, like, scary for me and a lot of other servers and bartenders because um we're not going to be making the tips that we yeah were making, that was my
0: that was what i was thinking is like how are you guys because even with unemployment right now i would imagine that your base hourly rate wasn't what you guys were relying on it was the tips that you make in addition to your hourly rate at the restaurants and working those heavier nights that you know you, right. you really um sub, or lean lean on
1: yeah, so the six hundred dollars, you know, that they've decided to add on extra per week will now help like subsidize those tips. But once that goes away, like the max for unemployment in California is four fifty a week. And when you look at that, that's usually what a server will make in like two shifts. So it's definitely a, a decrease, but I'm grateful
0: to at least have something. Yeah, I mean, right now where it's just at a place where it's like we have to make the best out of everything and just, like, hope for the best at this point because, like, I even find myself getting caught up in the cycles of, like, oh, my God, I'm, you know, freaking out, and then I have to remember that, like, no, everybody's freaking out. Nobody has a job right now. Like, everything's, like, you know, fucked up for everyone. You know, it's, like, it's not just all about me. It's, you know, we have a bigger picture to look at. Yeah,
1: so many people are in the same boat.
0: So with Vanderpump. So I have such mixed feelings about this new season, Brett. I don't think that it's their strongest season. Are you watching it at all?
1: I am watching. I didn't watch this week, but I am watching. And like I like to read the comments um from people on Instagram and Twitter and their thoughts and stuff.
0: And like a lot of people are like,
1: Oh, it's just like so boring. I'm so bored, this and that, blah blah blah. And like, I mean obviously I can't control that. I feel like people are going to have their opinions. I definitely am not going to like disagree with some people. I think there's like last week, not the, or not this, topic, this week before, like I don't even think I finished the episode. I was like, eh, I'm bored. I turned it off. So I think some people are, are valid in their opinions.
0: What do you think of the new additions to the show? Do you think I mean, on I'm do sure. you think as a viewer they are good for the show or that they bring something different to the show?
1: Um so like if I was to take myself out of knowing these people yeah. and like working with them. Um yeah, I mean I think it's good to have fresh blood after so many years. And the show, you have to remember, is based upon Lisa's restaurants and the people that work there. Right. I think Dana's been a good addition. I mean, I think she, she kind of, now that I'm watching I mean, obviously I know Dana, I knew her before she was on the show, but she kind of is a little bit like Stassi, Lala combined yeah. together. I I kind of get that vibe, like watching it a little bit. Um, I think Charlie's funny as fuck. She just doesn't care and just says it's on her mind. Like, And I, I'm, I love Charlie. She's one of my good friends. But... Um, yeah, I mean, everyone serves a purpose, and I don't know, we'll see, like, if or when next season happens, like, who continues on, if who doesn't, or what the vibe will be, because I feel like this is, like, a transitional yeah. season, which is maybe why viewers are, are feeling the way they are, because it's like, you've got all these new cast members, and you're kind of adjusting to their personalities and where they're fitting in this puzzle piece, and so maybe, like, next season will make more sense, and there'll be a little more drama. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like it's like that even on Housewives when they add in a new housewife, like it takes a while for people to get used to them. And then usually by their second season is when we kind of have time to develop a really formed um, opinion about them. Whereas in this case, they drop so many at once that it feels like such a polarizing shift. Um, Right, I mean, I'm struggling to connect with the newer cast members, but also I think it's because we have all of the original cast members still on the show from the beginning, and all of their spouses and relationships have also kind of joined with them. But I will say, and I never thought I would find myself ever saying this, I actually like Sheena and Raquel this season.
1: That's great. I mean they're obviously good friends of mine, so I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> uh, well that's
0: why I wanted to bring you on because I did not
1: I, think we I them, like I didn't like say I was very like quiet that our first my first podcast I did with you. Yeah. And you were like
0: you I know, did you had I, your Raquel was leg. yeah, Raquel was not my favorite. I felt like they, I mean, and again, you always have to realize like editing is a big part of it. And I think this is the reason I like Sheena this season is because I can see that they're editing her so poorly and they're making her look so, whereas like me, I'm like, there's no way anybody in their right mind is this desperate or is this whatever, you know what I mean?
1: It's it's disgusting how she's been edited. And obviously it's reality TV, like that's what you sign up for. They can edit however the fuck they want. But like you're not seeing half of the conversations, or they're like editing and chopping up things to make it seem like one way when it's the other. And um, I mean, she's a good sport for dealing with that. I think because I would be fucking pissed. Like it's it's not fair.
0: How does she do it, and why is she even still doing it? Like I just feel like they really don't give her any justice at all like they really make her look like there was this scene and i think she talked about this or she said she tweeted about it and was going to talk about it on watch what happens live where there was the scene where she had been invited to something with max and um and brett and it made it look like she kind of just crashed it and wasn't really invited
1: right right yeah i mean there's always more to the story and like um i just think like that's that I'm not gonna go any further than that but it is what it is like I'm glad that fans are seeing it and realizing it and like obviously everything they say they have said but you can still like I edit videos all the time I yeah. love doing my final stuff and, and like it's so easy to chop things up and make it seem another way
0: yeah however and, you want it to look
1: right yeah so I'm glad that like you're noticing that and I think a lot of other people are so I mean, that's good at least.
0: And then when it comes to Raquel, I feel like we're finally starting to see her have her own voice. I mean, some of my opinions of Raquel are the same, but I like that she's finding her own footing this season. I like that she stood up to Lala. Like, I think Lala is being a little bit of a bully this season, and I don't love it. Um, but I like that Raquel's yeah, really right. kind of standing up for herself, and we see her having a voice. And you love Raquel. You were, like, preaching about her the last time and I was like, I don't get it.
1: She's just so sweet. I think, like, obviously, probably haven't seen a lot of her or this other side to her on other seasons, but she's a sweetheart. She's fun to talk to and just, like, yeah, I agree with you to see that scene with her um, and Lala was, like, really cool. And I do think that Lala um, is looking like a crazy bitch this season because, like, dude, you're sober now? Like, no, Lala needs a, a fucking water drink. Water. Brett, no, Lala needs water. a
0: fucking drink. Lala needs, like, two shots of fireball because she's so uh, uptight. You know,
1: like, I'm really happy for her that she's sober and she's, um, like, and she realized that she had an issue. I like, think that's so great. But, like, dude, you still can't be a bitch. Like, so what's, like, are you just a bitch? <laughs> like, I thought, like, at least with James and, like, he's a, I feel like has admitted this, like, when he would drink, he would become this different person, and now that he's sober, like, he's just has a handle on things and is, like, so much more sweet and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't feel like I see that personally as a viewer with Lala. Like I said, I don't have a relationship with Lala, and, like, no shade to her, but as a viewer, me watching the show, she doesn't look good if she's sober and she's still being that
0: bitchy. No, it looks like she's being worse. It doesn't even look like she's sober and still being bitchy. It looks like she's sober and like a, a new sort of bitchy. And I get it last season, she had lost her dad. And that was like a big, you know, thing that she was going through and she was hurting right. emotionally that like, I get that, but it's like, now we're like, I don't understand why you're even worse now when you're engaged and living with your man. And you know, like you have everything you should want right now.
1: She has a great life with them and everything, but, I mean, whatever
0: is there anyone on the cast that you don't necessarily love um or that you've seen that you're like mm, this is not necessarily my favorite type of person based off of the interactions that I've seen
1: no I don't have an issue with anyone actually like personally no I mean I think some people are more entertaining than others or I think yeah I don't have an issue with anyone I'm not like I genuinely being honest with that, I pretty much get along with everyone. Like, even me being so opinionated about Lala is, like, weird because I don't know her, so I hate that I even have that opinion, but that's just me as a viewer. But, like, my personal interactions with everyone in the cast, I've never had a bad interaction. I think everyone's really nice.
0: Are you team Stassi and Katie or team Kristen?
1: Kristen, 100%.
0: Really? Why?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, ridiculous. I I think we've all been in, like, bad relationships or had issues, like, letting go of someone. And I think if y- you're truly, like, a good friend, you, like, stick it out for them and you deal with it. But I just think it's so, like, I'm so overhearing, like, watching it and hearing talking Katie, like, blah, blah, blah about Kristen. Like, dude, Kristen's a fucking sweetheart. I, like, I'm totally with Kristen. Like, no... There's no part of my being that would side with Katie and Stassi on that situation. And I don't know the details, but that's my own opinion.
0: It's interesting because Stassi and Katie just did a podcast on Stassi's podcast. They just did an episode where they dissected it further. And they said that this stemmed from before season seven even started. And now we're in season eight. But they said going into filming for season seven, Kristen was having issues with Carter. And so... Kristen was trying to find a way to bring it up on the show and so that's when stating katie and stassi were like okay well we'll help you bring this up on the show and make it and show you know that he isn't this great guy and he really is mooching off of you and so that's when up. they brought it up on the show that's when Kristen then flipped the switch and was like why are you guys com- ganging up on my boyfriend and making it seem like he's so bad and they were like what do you mean oh, you really? They were like, in their head, they were like, why are you acting so surprised right now when you were literally looking, you were begging for a way to help people, the audience see what a bad guy Carter is. And so they were only doing that. And then they said that um, they thought that there was going to be some redemption for their relationship at the reunion when they brought it up. And then they said that they were upset that Kristen doubled down on her making it look like Katie and Stassi were just making... Um, Carter out to look like a bad guy when that's literally what she was basically asking them to do going into the season. So that's kind of their frustration with her is it looked like
1: I didn't know that. But, and
0: that, but that, um, and that's a new episode that they just released a couple of days ago. So that's when I okay. listened to, it and I was like, "Oh, well, now." Because for a minute there, I was like, "No, I think now I'm, I'm Team Kristen because it looks like they're just being mean to her, and there's really no reason." And right. they were saying that she was complaining about him behind the scenes and trying to make it seem like he was just this terrible guy, and yet they, you know, and
1: and, yeah. okay, so if I mean hearing that, then. I could see both sides, but as a viewer of the show and, like, not knowing anything more than what I'm watching on Vanderpump Rules, I would be, yeah. still, as a viewer, but...
0: No, I agree. I think Kristen definitely looks a lot better. I didn't, like, so you didn't see this past episode, but in this past episode, Stassi and Bo engaged, and... Right. um. Carter text Bo right after they announced the engagement and like sent him this like text message saying. Um, wow, you're not even inviting Kristen to your you uh, to your engagement party. You better thank her for introducing the two of you guys because the way you treat her is really fucked up.
1: Oh, I think I heard about that.
0: And yet that was like his essentially congratulations text to them. Ooh,
1: that's a little douchey.
0: A little. I don't think. Do you like Carter? Do you think I mean, he's a, a little douchey?
1: Um, I don't think I've ever met Carter he's probably been in the same room, so I don't know. I mean, if from what I'm seeing that he is a moocher, then like Kristen can 100 percent do better. But I don't. I don't really have an opinion on him. Have I you- think I like I, he. I kind of yawn when I think of him or see him on the screen. He doesn't do anything for me
0: did you see the recent paparazzi pictures with Kristen?
1: Yes. I saw she posted someone was shaming her saying she's pregnant. Yeah. That's ridiculous.
0: So what happened was, and this is what I find interesting, because I think in any normal sense, I'm definitely team Kristen, and I support the message that she put out. But at the same time, I also felt like some of it could have very likely been orchestrated in some way. Because my thing is it's like, what paparazzi are actually out right now getting Kristen Doty from Vanderpump rules? Like, I'm like what paparazzi are even working right now and how are they? Like, it just didn't
1: To say that she called the paparazzi on her. I'm not trying
0: to say, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say she did it, but I want to say, I just feel like it's some sort of publicity stunt and then, and then even the pictures too, like, I don't know. And the way her, her stomach was photographed, like it looked very round and like, but it could have been like, look, I know I've had pregnant nights 90, where I've been bloated the next 40, morning and I just have a bad look, like it's a bad day. Yeah. I don't know. Something about it just didn't I feel. Mean, I
1: look pregnant right now. So <laughs> I,
0: something about it just didn't feel. Granola. Like something about it just fell off. I'm like, how many? And if paparazzi are really out right now, why are they going for Like, no offense to Kristen. I love Kristen and I've had her on this show and I, again, love Kristen. Right. But like, why are they following Kristen Doty and she's conveniently with her new boyfriend? It was just, it was a very interesting right. fight.
1: Okay, that's interesting. I, I think you're valid in feeling that way. For sure.
0: Any other thoughts about the new season or are are there any shows Um, on Bravo that you're watching right now?
1: um, Okay, let me... I'll wrap up Vanderpump real quick. Um, I'm happy for my friends that are on the show, the new ones. That's great. Um, I hope that people will continue to warm up to them because they're all wonderful humans. Um, Especially... I see a lot of hate for Max and Brett and I have to say they are the sweetest humans. I have so much love for those two. Like, literally I would have sex
0: with Max in two (laughs) seconds.
1: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: Not so much Brett. I'm not, like Brett, like, he seems fine, but he also just seems like your basic L.A. tool. But, I mean, again, I don't know him personally.
1: He's, He's only been in L.A. for a year. But, yeah. I mean, my final thoughts are keep your hearts open to change and new people. And I get this season was a weird transition and I'm not, you know, I'm a nobody in Vanderbilt Rules or any sense of this establishment, but I feel like people should just keep it, continue to keep an open mind. That's my thoughts. And then as far as new Bravo TV shows, I did watch a little bit of, Family
0: Karma. Oh, people love Family Karma. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Uh, Yeah, I only watched a couple episodes, so I don't know, like, enough. Um, But it was interesting enough to, to catch my eye. So I'll be curious to see if they get picked up for a second season once this is all over.
0: I know. People seem to really enjoy it. I've tried to get some of the cast members on this show, but I feel like the hype from Family Karma has kind of died down a bit
1: yeah i mean i think their uh their finale was like last week or something like that but and then i did catch a little bit of that um below jack scaling out one or whatever it is and everyone hates on it they're like it's so boring but for me i kind of like so intrigued by it because i just love to see like the interaction between the like servers or whatever they're called there and the um the chefs and like how they would talk shit about the guests and stuff like that because like I miss just being in a restaurant environment where like you're like oh my god hi how are you blah blah and then you go like around the corner and talk shit about your guests like so like <laughs> that was fun for me to watch.
0: What is, as a server, because I feel like there are so many people, and, like, look, I'll throw myself in this category, too. There are so many people that don't realize when they're being an asshole to their server. Like, what are some things yeah. that really drive you crazy when you're in that setting that you wish people would, like, stop doing?
1: Um, like, if they see me talking to someone, like, trying to get my attention, napping, um... Like, ask me, like, asking if someone needs another drink or needs something. And then, like, someone's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, are you sure you're good? Like, you're almost empty. Ah, yeah, no, I'm good. good. And then, like, I'm really busy. And then, like, why do you get me another drink? Like, some people, like, pop off. And it's like, dude, I asked you. But, like, you you know what I mean? Like, some people just not being patient with certain things is frustrating. But, I mean, you get used to it. I've seen everything. Like, I'm talking everything. When I worked in Vegas, I saw a girl giving a guy a handjob underneath the table. Oh my gosh. Uh, I've, been, I've been puked on before. Oof. I mean, I have dealt with everything being I was a server in New York City, Vegas, and LA. Like, I've seen everything.
0: Oh my gosh. I, I think I the times I feel most like an asshole is, like, when I'm ordering my drinks because I feel like I'm so specific with my orders. And I'm also that bitch that's like, can I have the gluten-free substitute? Can I have no cheese on that? Like, I'm one of them. I don't
1: mind that kind of stuff. Like, as long as you're patient with me and, like, I'm totally down to accommodate anyone, um, as long as they're, like, patient. Like, some things will take longer for me to be like, okay, I need to figure out if we can do this or you know what I mean? But yeah, I don't I don't mind that stuff at all. You shouldn't feel bad as long as you're being friendly and not being like you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fair enough. All right, Brett, where can people follow you? Where can they keep up with you? Where can they slide into your DMs because you're clearly single? <laughs> I'm
1: very single. My ooh, cute guy Sorry, got distracted. <laughs> um you can follow me at Brett Ken Thirteen, that's B R E T T, K E N one three on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok.
0: You have funny videos. Are you doing more videos? You had funny videos, but I feel like you haven't posted <laughs> any lately.
1: Yeah, I haven't done a lot on my Instagram, but I'm getting you got more time. Yeah, I know. Now, I mean, I was so distracted for a while. Now I'm, I'm getting back into it. I promise. I promise. I promise. All right.
0: Again, what's the handle for everybody?
1: Brett Ken Thirteen. 13-
0: Brett can 13 you can follow me at just plain zach all over the internet brett thank you so much what are what if anybody's out there listening and they want to support the service industry in any way how can they do so what do you think is helping is really helpful right now
1: right now the best thing is to order out at restaurants that are open right now and support them and tip the people that tip yeah more than you usually if you can if you can
0: yeah no I agree I even think the Tom's should redo or not redo but they should probably I know they did cameo but I think it would be like everyone would really appreciate it if they did like an OnlyFans account and like raise some real (laughs) money on OnlyFans but that's just that's just me
1: alright I'll mention it to them (laughs)
0: please do I'll write it on a comment on a comment card All right, thank you guys for listening to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Uh, you can listen to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all podcast platforms: iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and don't miss uh, hashtag Adulting every Tuesday on all podcast platforms as well. Monday we have Lacey skulls from Rock of Love, and she's spilling some major tea on her feud with Heather Chadwell. So get ready! I'm going to ask her all the questions. All right, guys, I'll talk to you Monday. Bye.